Do you remember that song by Nas? No. Ah, fuck. Lil Nas X. No, nah, not that thing. We're going to talk about him. <laughs> we got. A, we actually got a good show. Uh, we got a good show tonight. Um, it's it's April 15th. It's been a while since we did another one. Or it's been a while since we did the last one. Uh, so, is this going to be fun? Um, welcome back to the Broken Investors Podcast. Um, we're going to start off a little bit. On a different subject, or a subject that uh, we both find interesting, is is universal basic income. We're going to talk about universal basic income today. Um, we're also going to talk about a couple other things today. Just kind of refresh. Uh, we got another brother taken from us too early. We're going to talk about. We're going. We're going to pay our respects <laughs> to little. Nip- I got to. I got to. It's, got it's, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to. I have to pay my respects to Nipsey Hussle. A Los Angeles rapper but that was doing some good you, investments. Oh, for sure. Actually, he was. Did yeah, you, he was you, investing. Did you follow him more as a rapper or more as an investor? Well, you know what? I, he was really big into Bitcoin. He was a, I put it like this. I didn't know that. He was, um, he was huge. I just knew about events, his, yeah. his 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 stores and stuff like that. So, but he was big investment. Now that everything's coming out, because you know when someone died, everybody like all now the stories. Cares. Yeah, everybody gives a fuck about you. That's why I can't wait to die because I'm, I'm gonna become the popular. I'm but you're not gonna popular. witness it. I'm gonna, I'm actually fake my death to check the stories out. <laughs> yeah, but then everyone's gonna hate you after that. Gonna, I heard this thing had a big. You you know how to finish that sentence? <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna spread my own rumors. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're gonna talk about him, and then also we're gonna talk about. Just tell me. Just tell huh? me what Kodak Black did. I'm not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. Not yet. Um, right. I'm go, we go, we gonna talk about Kodak Black that has something to do with Nipsey and how Kodak Black fucked his whole career up. I haven't in heard one, this in, yet. In one Instagram video, fucked his whole career up. No. I think that's my no. opinion. He would have done it by now. That that's guy's saying all kinds of dumb shit. Sean, just hold hold the comments. Just give me just give me a minute. We also gonna talk about um, uh, <laughs> a, a rapper. We're gonna talk about a country song that got taken off the country country list. There was the the top one hundred. It got voted off the island. It got it got voted off the fucking island. We're gonna talk about a country, a good country song. They got taken off a country list because it just wasn't country. Enough. I don't think it's country. We're gonna talk about it. Let's talk about it. But um, but first and foremost, welcome back. Um, we're we're gonna talk about uh, the different changes and how we're gonna talk about just just starting this off. Um, and and all the other things we're gonna kind of stay consistent with and all the other subjects. But other than that. Um, we're gonna get into it and start talking about it and and just see where it goes. We've been drinking, so because it's cold as fuck in your house. It's first of all, that's the only reason I'm drinking cold. right now. It's not cold in here. It's actually pretty lukewarm. I feel like you're Mr. Krabs for real. <laughs> I don't want to turn on the air. Yeah, <laughs> like some senses go off when you turn my heater on. <laughs> A little, my pager goes off. <laughs> Man, that, hell, that heater bill ain't fucking cheap, man. I thought it was going to be like a little bit. First Between, of all. I got a three three bedroom, two bathroom house. It's about two. how much is their heater it's bill? It's two stories. I, I live with three people. Over $200. Over $200 for a and heater the, bill? Yeah. God, like, <laughs> it'll be a fire in the living room tomorrow. <laughs> oh, it'll, be a man, I'll be, it'll be a man-made fire in the living room tomorrow. You'll be fucked up. $200? Yeah, I got bad ventilation. Or, yeah. yeah. Y'all niggas would have freeze to death. I don't know. 
It gets really cold in my house. I gotta you gotta constantly keep the heater on. We would have all slept in the same bed at night just to warm each other up. That's yeah. how much it would have been serious. Two tank tops in the winter. Yeah, yeah fuck. <laughs> Y'all niggas got me for $200? Your mind? Yeah. Man. My bill can probably get up to, I think the highest was like 50 bucks. And I just said, Lucky. Really? I mean, yeah, you know, in the but, summertime, but we that's don't... one person. 200 divided by three is what? Oh, yeah, 150 bucks. It's not 150. Oh, I thought bucks. you meant 50. You, so you're saying 50, but divided so by what's three. So 200 would be divided bucks? by three, 66 bucks. So y'all doing about oh, yeah, 66 yeah. bucks a person. If it was about 100, if it was about 200. So it's how you guys are providing like 66 bucks, but that's it's probably like, bad. that's not bad compared to my 50, I guess. That's about right. But I got two heaters, I got two buttons. This place is a lot smaller than my place. That's true, too. We're not going to... It's not going to be our fucking car. So we just sitting there. You're going to make us do research. We're just sitting there on the fucking computer doing research about fucking heaters now. Um, well, so straight. Yeah, nigga. Drink, drink, drink that. Drink the wine. Because you're going to freeze it down. I ain't turning that <laughs> shit on. <laughs> you better drink that. I'm up. not drinking for fun. I'm drinking to stay warm. I don't think this is making me warm. I think it's making me not, <laughs> not care about being cold. Side story. I remember when I first came to Portland, it was cold as hell. From L.A.? And from L.A. Oh, yeah. Think about that. So the difference, and I remember I was driving down the street, and I was with my cousin, and he said something to me, and I was so gullible back then. He said, no, you know, if you really think hard about not being cold, you wouldn't be cold? And this nigga went into the store and left me in the car. Tell me why I was in the fucking car, You're thinking cold. my hardest not to be cold. I'm thinking that shit worked. And he came back to the car. He said, nigga, you tried it, didn't you? <laughs> it didn't work. No, it don't work. That's just so fucking stupid. I think now. your mind's fucked up. It's worked for me a few I times. Try so hard. You gotta dig. Does it work? You gotta really think. You gotta dig deep. I am not cold. My dick is not frozen. You, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> you gotta think about warm things. All right. Oh, that's a trick. Think about okay. You're in a house. I'm listening. You're five years old. Okay. Right? This is your getting dad weird accidentally red. leaves the fucking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> This is getting weird already. (laughs) You die in a fire. Oh, shit. Damn. (laughs) Gotcha. That's perfect. So why am I thinking about that story? (laughs) So think about like a big whopper. Hey, mom, remember that time I died? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you was warm, wasn't you? You can't go from whopper to warm. Where the fuck are you? Okay. Uh, so yeah. I'm gonna put water no, in the cup next time. That's what I actually do think about when I get cold. When you get cold? I think about like hot food. Cause I'm that's always thinking about food. So if I'm cold, I'm just, <laughs> just thinking about. I'm just gonna think about hot food. So, yeah. But if I'm warm, I'm thinking about cold yeah, food. Yeah, grill those steaks. That's exactly. <laughs> all. So I just hear you in the exactly. corner. Grill. Shot Medium you rare. Nah, just, just put you pepper on these steaks. So <laughs> you just sit in the corner. You just put pepper on some steaks. <laughs> Anyways, let's stop. Um, uh, God. Welcome back. Welcome, Welcome back. back, Sean. Before we get into it, how's, how's life? The last time I checked in with you, you were boxing. You're getting ready to go against the heavyweight fighter of the world. You're the I'm underdog. You're, you're a lightweight now. I've been a lightweight. You How much you think I weigh? I don't fucking know. I don't know. Nothing. I'm telling you, when you come to boxing, I don't know none of that shit. Like, I just know, like, the names of it, but I don't know, like, what keeps it in a fucking category or not. All right. I just found out. Uh, what's his name? Damn featherweight. Who? What's his name? Manny Pacquiao? No, 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 the other one. The, the one that beat Manny Pacquiao's ass. Mayweather? Mayweather is... Uh... Is black. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I thought that nigga was Asian his whole time. Nah, yeah. Uh, um, I said, damn, they're using some really dark lighting on him. Um, <laughs> He's tanning a lot. <laughs> Man, where you get to tan at, brother? <laughs> what about him? Um, I lost my train. No, I, I, didn't know he, I didn't know what weight class he was in. 
Oh yeah. To me, everyone's heavyweight. Like featherweight. Everyone's heavyweight to me. So it's like. Hold up. Everyone's I'm stupid. A fe- I mean, Mike I'm Tyson. You, you is just perpetuate. You perpetuate my stupidity right now. I, I just think everyone's everyone's in the same class to me. I, mean, I know. I know now. Yeah. Yeah. I know now. If you don't know a whole lot, I mean. Whatever I don't I, expect, I, I don't I, expect I, you just know unless you, unless you I'm, watch it. I'm just gonna go up to to Mayweather and say I know now. He's I know like, now. He's like, get away from me. I'm like, rich. Who the fuck? Excuse me. <laughs> Actually, first who of all, brought this not, in here. You're not gonna be able to get close to him. He's got like ten bodyguards. He's gonna spray him. me with a spray bottle. He's <laughs> gonna get. Yeah. Yeah. Get, so I don't speak broke. He <laughs> <laughs> probably doesn't. But he's super illiterate. I've heard him talk. I don't like the way he's, you know what. That's a whole other subject. It sucks because he's really smart. You got to be pretty smart I, to be a boxer. I, I, I respect anybody that makes money and figure out how to make it. I respect it. Um, his personality, I could do it out because like he's one of those people who's just like, oh man, you're making this look bad when you say certain shit. Uh, but you know what, brother? You worked hard for it. You know he gets he gets his ass beaten for a little. Mayweather's dope because he believed in himself so much. He actually bought himself out of his first contract. Really, hundred seventy five thousand dollar contract. Damn, he bought himself out of it because he knew he he was knew worth I could more. be worth more than this. Yeah, that's a smart brother. That's what I'm saying. Just because you're illiterate or just because you you talk a certain way doesn't mean you're intelligent. Doesn't shit. mean you're not intelligent. Don't mean shit. You got to be yeah. intelligent to be a really good boxer. So it's chess, I, it's mental chess. In so I re, I respect it. Could I do with him saying certain things? Yeah, whatever. But that's anybody. Everybody gonna say some shit you don't like. But I respect the man from getting the level that he's at. And I'm glad to dope. see a brother up there. I never thought we would talk about boxing on this podcast. I know. <laughs> see, see, that's, that's what I'm saying. I've talking. I've been telling you to talk about this shit all the time. Yeah. 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 All right, let's let's cover this. <laughs> let's get back into it. Um, first. So today, our first subject, um, we're going to talk about universal basic income. Let's just, I'm going to put you in a mode right now. Let's do it. Let's just say, in the near future, uh-huh. future, future, future. 2020. 2020. Andrew Yang. Andrew Yang. I'm just going to just, just say all yeah. this shit you said. Yeah. I'm repeating in the movie voice. I got to use the bathroom. I'll be so, right back. That's the thing. So Andrew Yang is he is going to be running for president in twenty twenty. Well, let's talk about what universal basic income is first. Right, let's, yeah, let's do it. Let's talk about it. So let's just say hypothetically, in the future, everyone gets paid the exact same. Everyone gets paid the exact same, or even get money at a certain point to keep you. And the whole goal is the money that you receive every every month from the government is to keep you above the poverty line or to make your life better. Right. Let's just say that the government had a way to send money to each citizen just to make their life a little bit better. So, you know, that bill that you just needed a little bit more money. So you bought the money from your friend. And let's just say you didn't have to do that no more. Or let's just say that one bill that, you know, you had to wait where you had to overdraft or I don't know. You you had to wait a couple more days. Your paycheck didn't come. So you had to pay a late fee. Let's just say you didn't do that no more. Let's just say there was a way for the government to send you extra money every month. Or you don't have a car. Or you don't have a car. And now you got... You know, and now you got extra money. money to put down on a car or to pay for gas or to pay for that payment. Now you get to do two jobs. You get to do your day job in Uber. Now you added more money. So let's just say there was a magical way Upright. for this to happen. Okay. There is. And people are trying to create that way and make it, make it law and make it an everyday thing. But there's some people that are testing it out right now. And what we're talking about is universal basic income. UBI. Yeah. So the whole fact is to give someone, I think the number is the most important factor, but I think Andrew Yang, who's going to be running for president in, in uh, the year 2020, he's trying to do a thousand dollars 
a month, which I think is almost too much. I think there is a limit to how much you can give a person before they're going to like quit their job and live off that or make them still feel hungry and well there's two schools of thought strive right yeah there's two schools of thought two schools of thought with this is that the government can come in because the whole thing about this program is what is that robots and automation is taking jobs it's taking jobs so when you have something like that taking jobs taking jobs taking jobs we need to have something that keeps people offsets it and keep people above the poverty line what can we do because well, you gotta be you gotta be pretty descriptive. Because when you're when you're below the poverty line, you get desperate and you do illegal things, and and that's this is what's keeping this people. According to statistics, yeah, or yeah. or yeah, you just you get to a point where you're living less than everyone else. Yeah, you're just unhappy. So yeah, you become, you're not doing what you love to do. Correct. So you become it's an emotional distress, it's a financial distress, and it's a lifestyle distress. So those three combinations can make, like you said, make you do things you normally wouldn't do. So. I understand the school of thought when it comes to universal basic income there, but the whole thought process behind it is to offset automation because automation is taking jobs. So where people are not going to be able to do certain jobs because now there's a computer or there's a robot or there's there's some software that can do that job now. Now you're that skill that you've worked so long for. 20 plus years, 10 plus years, whatever, how long that you got good at or you're just natural at, you can no longer do. So now you're just kind of stuck between job markets trying to figure out. So the government said in that time, well, we got a program for you to keep you afloat. Right. Well, I heard by the year 2030 that there's going to be no more people driving semis. All semis are going to be... The semi-trucks are going to be automated or uh, autonomous. Autonomous, right. Gotcha. Which, I mean... You know what also is cool? Kind of a side note. What uh, Elon Musk is trying to do, and actually I think he is doing it. He's uh, so when you're not driving your car, say you go out of town for like a month, your car can make money for you. Your Tesla can go. And I heard about pick that. people up and drop people off, mm-hmm. and it go, the money goes into your bank account. And and how crazy and, is that? And but do you have a program already like that too? You have the Turb Turb Tor- Toro app. Yeah, Toro, but... But then again, and it's not cooler than your car driving other people around. That's so yeah, sick. The, the idea of it is just fucking He awful. got put on blast because people were like, hey, why is this camera here? Like, what is this recording? And then he had to be like, oh, well, actually, that camera's there because this is my plan. Yeah. I want your car to drive people around for you and make money. But it's just... <laughs> it's, it's, it's the same thought about universal basic income. Universal basic income... In, again, with those two schools of thought, is that it's it's negative and it's positive. Of course, the the the, the, the yin yang to it is I mean, just like this negative positive, thing. and that's one of the negative is that people are scared of it because it it symbolizes that we're all being universal, we're all being dependent on the government. Where it's like the government saying mm. that we're gonna give you this, we're gonna give you something free, which everybody first thing come to mind is like nothing, nothing in life is free. There's always a, a string attached to it, and then the government is reinforcing that thought. Like, think about someone coming to you and saying, "Man, I got this for you, man. You ain't got to do nothing for it." What is constantly going to your mind? It's like, nah, there's, there's, there's you, a catch. You got an angle. You got an angle, and they're just sitting there saying, "No." You know what no, I'm scared man. of the catch being is what? people getting way too dependent, and then them taking it away, and then what happens to the economy? Because now you have all this money that was going to the economy. Everything's going great for technically for the economy, but not for for other portions of the economy like like you were saying earlier people don't want to go to work anymore you know what i mean they're going back to school well, they're going to do all this and, and other that's shit. one of the cons but so people aren't doing all of the work like the dirty work that no one wants to do anymore that's one of the cons of universal uh basic income and let, let's talk about some of them because right now universal where do you basic- stand though 
Well, let me tell you a little bit more about it. Because there's people right now understanding it, but they're still kind of like, what the fuck are they talking about? What is this? And what it is, is um, right now it's being tested in different states. They're being tested in different cities where they're giving people a set amount of money to live off of and seeing the effect of it. So one of the places that already tried it for the last two years is Finland. And Finland gave it a shot. They gave people um, $685 translated to your to our money. Um, I forgot what it's called in 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 Finland. That their currency. Know. Yeah, I don't even want to fucking try. I'm gonna sound fucking stupid. But um, they gave them six hundred dollars. It translates to six hundred eighty-five dollars. Right, and the whole point of it is no strings attached, non-taxed. You can do yeah, whatever you want it. with that money. Yeah, just keep it. Just keep it. Um, figure it out. Whatever you fucking want to do, just figure it out. Just do something with it. It'll help your life out. Um, for the last two years, or for the last year. So say so they did it in 2017, then 18. So they had a chance to renew it back in 19. Um, Finland chose um, to opt out, yeah, because what they found in their studies and what I found on RedState.com, it shows an article that talks about Finland not renewing, and what it talks about is basically is the Finland thought that this was supposed to inject about at least eight percent back into their into, into their the economy. economy, right? And actually, did the did the complete opposite. People. Were being because it, it took at least thirty percent to tax people to fund this income. So just think about thirty percent more money to tax you. Well, on I your feel like income. they went into it all. I feel like they went into it doing the numbers wrong, man, or something, right? Because and, and before be we go into it, we should we shouldn't have to raise anything. But we are going to have to take that money from somewhere, and we should all agree on where that money's going to come from. And that's the thing they did. They they made a they they passed the legislation. That's what that was what I was reading right before we started. Is the article on redstate.com is saying that that everyone agreed that at a certain point uh, the wealthy because Finland has a lot of different um, things that stimulate their economy that comes out of Finland. So you have a lot of companies like uh, different companies like Apple, others other companies come in and they they inject money into it. So they're not a big, there's not a big puffler. Uh, I'm sorry, plethora. Not, plethora. Yeah, exactly. That was the word I'm looking for. I'm just fucking up, this, drinking this cheap ass wine. Um, <laughs> um, it's not a bunch of wealthy people there, so it's not a lot of money to take from them. So everybody agreed that they would pay their part to get this to get this through because they want to yeah, see how to test it, and that's why they agreed on that thirty percent increase when it comes to taxes. Thirty percent increase. It's huge. Okay, so if I got tax thirty percent increase tomorrow, but I was getting a thousand dollars more, I'd be like, "That's the same amount." I'd, I'd rather just not work. Yeah, and that's the, and that's what happened. Because the whole thought behind it, when I was reading the article, is that it was supposed to increase the economy where everybody's going to benefit. Now you got people coming out of poverty, entering the job market, creating more money in the job market, creating more money in the economy, and everybody's going to get pushed up by this. It was just like everybody was going to go up. So that thirty percent was just an investment into everyone's future to say, okay, I'm giving this up because these people are going to come behind me. But then again, it was just a year, so a year. But but think about 30% getting taken out of your income for a year. It's huge to sacrifice something that's going to benefit you four or five years down the line. That's a hard sacrifice. You're asking me to take a dollar away from tomorrow to try to get a dollar and 10 cents you know, two years would, from now. You know, it would be a good question to ask is, can I opt out of having the thousand dollars a month if you don't take thirty percent out of my my wages? You know, because maybe yeah. for some people that wouldn't make sense, but for some it would make the most sense. And I think that's what it is. It's not a it's not a, a universal thing where everybody has to hop into it. I think it's a thing of a choice. But that it it but from what the studies I'm seeing from 
United States side is that it's a choice. But from the United States, they're trying to it's like an alternate to welfare. Yeah, but let's talk about some of the people that 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 agree with it. They agree that this universal basic income, like Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg, Bill Gates, some of the bigger names that I've um, put behind it, right. Sir Richard Richard Bronson. Um, Richard Bronson there's some of the names are saying that quote unquote this is inevitable, it's going to happen. So let's just hop on it now and try to and work out the kinks. That's how I feel. Yeah, I think we should jump in, but I also kind of like chaos. I think that I think that we'll all learn and grow from it. I think yeah. just like you were saying, like, eh, we should probably wait a little bit. I mean, that's how kind of that's how things are. It actually takes some time and actually really, really structure it out. But I want to jump in. And I want to see how it goes, even if it goes <laughs> completely bad. Give me this shit just here. Just, and and I, I use the metaphor. In the yeah. Just like, yeah, just don't even put lubrication on it. Just, just shove it in there. Whatever. What's your name again? Whatever. I don't care. It's, it's <laughs> I think that that approach. Yeah. That approach works when you're drunk and you guys are going back home and just fucking banging bodies together. Yeah, but it just it doesn't just fucking zombies. work in the real world. Just, yeah, <laughs> I got you. Are we fucking yet? No, it's... I think that approach can be a thing of kind of like... Because think about that. Think about just you. Because that's what we got the best opinion on right now is ourselves. We only have us, yeah. Yeah, so... Right now, with this, even with this subject, um, my best opinion is what I would do. And honestly, I would stop working. I it would lay working. back. A thousand dollars. A thousand dollars. If the, if, I, if, that's if what I I'm can saying. find something that can meet me at the bare minimum, it's that money amount. So five hundred. What would you? You wouldn't quit for five hundred though. If five hundred could pay my bills, it it won't. But it won't. if it if exactly. it won't, I would take I would take more time off of work. I don't think just five hundred dollars will pay most people's yeah. bills. I would take off time off of work. You'll need a part-time job at least. I would need a at least part-time job. I would get a job that's less stressful. I would, but then again, but, but that, then you would have more time to do what? But that's the thing. Is it now? It now it comes that now it becomes that crossroad. You just said you just said the dance thing. That's what we're going to move into now. Is after you built this, where where's your where's your return on investment coming in at? Right? Because this is a, this is this is what we're talking about here. What's the return on investment on this program being it? So now that you got people advocating, you got big names. What's your return on investment? Um, once you implement it, it becomes that that choice you just said. I got enough money now to take care of my life. I'm steady. Let me pull back on some things that are stressing me out to make times for things that are not. Um, what are those things? Right. And now you have to make. Now you have to put it in the hands of. Okay, is this person going to make the best economical decision? To put theirself in a position. Because what about if the person... Because I, I heard some of the cons. Um, and then some of the pros. But the pro... One of the pros was... People have time to go back to school. You have more or time to educate yourself. Educate yourself. Or pursue your passion. Or pursue your passion. Art. Whatever it is. Whatever. Let's just say someone does that. Yeah. Let's just say they do. They go back to school. What's stopping them from saying... Oh, wow. This is not my passion. I'm going to try something else. Now you got someone that just created debt. They created debt, right? Now you go to another school. You say, oh, let me, let me dip my feet into this shit. Let me see what I, I like this. Well, I don't like this either. Let me go. So you're creating debt. So now you give someone this full extent to fail to say, well, this money is going to take care of all these problems. Now you're having someone going out there uneducated. 
because think about it. They the, the position that they were in before they needed this money was a position where they needed the money in the first place that showed that they chances are they're at a level where it's causing discomfort in their life. So some people may say, quote unquote, they're not educated to a point where they're making good decisions. Would you say that that scenario is kind of a stretch, though? I feel like it. It's, it's a, a it's huge a, stretch. But you see people, you see rich kids do it all the time. They go to school and they drop out because they're just like, well, fuck it. I know my life is taken care of. Okay. They're a living study. I think the, the go-getters are still going to be the go-getters, whether they get $5,000, $100,000 in their account. But what whatever. creates a go-getter? That's the thing. What creates a go-getter? The, the, the issues, the, the, the conditions. The conditions created that person. Yeah, poverty. But if you take those conditions away... How do you create a go-getter now? Right. That is a good question. That's but, the thing. But, okay, so on the flip side, that's how you create go-getters. But say the person that's going to the 9 to 5 is unhappy, right? So now that they have a chance, they can they can quit this, this job that they absolutely hate. Mm. Because if you go into a job that you hate and you're doing shitty work there anyways, you're not really doing much for society anyways. Yeah. You're just showing up. Actually, you're probably really doing worse. Yeah. So you quit this job. You you live off this thousand dollars, and you go fucking draw. You you draw. You for do some. You do your passion. Five six hours a day, and then you go to your coffee shop job for four hours a day, and you're happy as fuck. But when you're at the coffee shop, you're you're making that coffee. You're making the shit out of that fucking coffee. <laughs> you make it you know just that. You're making everything a better. And Janice, place. this is gonna be the fucking best frappuccino you ever exactly. fucking had. You hear me, bitch? <laughs> you make the goddamn shit out of that coffee. <laughs> You're making customers happy. You actually feel like you're doing you like you have a place in society. Got gotcha. you. So, so and then and then you're, you 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 actually get to a point to where you actually start you know selling your 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 artwork. Yeah. Because you've been putting all this time and effort into it, and vice versa. So I think the person that is doing what they love is always 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 going to be better for the economy and better for that person and just better for everyone. And and that makes. Uh, and, and I agree with you that a better person's mindset when they're in a happy more space can yield something better for everyone else. Because you now you have someone that's willing to give to society. You have something that someone that appreciates things more. They're happier. So because because like studies show the more pissed off you are, the more you affect the people around you, which kind of it, it, it becomes a ripple effect. But if you're happy in a better space, you have more people like that. It just keeps compounding on itself. Right. Um, but but that's the thing. In that scenario, isn't that a stretch? So yeah, play play devil's advocate, advocate with me. And, I, and so I'll play it. I'll play I'm, it. I'm this person. I'm, okay. I so you're my you would be my my dad or my financial advisor or whatever okay. you want to be. You want you're the person that gives me the advice that I so desperately need to hear. Okay. Right. I just quit my job. I was making I don't know thirty five thousand dollars a month there. Yeah. And I quit this job, and I but I hated it. I, I every time I saw you, I complained about my manager. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's a psychopath. I fucking I just want to leave, and I I just want to draw. Like that's all I ever do. I don't have enough time after I get off work to do this amount yeah. of drawing. That and I, now you get time to do it. Okay, so I get time to do it, and I fucking get this job at the coffee shop, and I love it. My life's going great. I actually feel like I'm I'm a, like a citizen, and I'm, I'm contributing yeah. to society. What would you tell me as a father figure or as a financial advisor? Well, number one, you, you want to be you, you're happy that someone's in a better space. Number two, you have to kind of see, okay, 
now that you're drawing, how are you going to take this drawing to the next level? Like, because at, at some point, that coffee shop job is not, quote unquote, doing the maximum because the whole program was meant for you to do the maximum you possibly can. So now people aren't working full time jobs are working part time. They're so working part, like, listen, in this scenario, we're using this one this one person, which is you, that quit their job to do part-time to be happy. Okay, now you're happy. Perfect. My return on investment that I gave you that money is, it is to make you happy, but are you using that money in an economical way where it's putting money back in my pockets? Are you now providing to society something even more than you were? Are you so, using your drawings to inspire more kids to I'm be using my, better my, my so drawings to try to inspire people. But also, when I'm at the coffee shop, I'm doing. I'm. I'm actually. I actually want to be there. I show yeah. up early, and also the the money that you're giving me, I'm actually using for my rent and my bills. So I'm actually breaking even every month. I'm not actually saving anything because I'm working this part time job. I don't mm. really have a whole lot of. So money you're back to where you were save. before. I'm back to where I was before, happier. but I'm happier. Gotcha. And 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 speaking as the person in this in this scenario. I'm looking at you and I'm saying, okay, this is good because I want you to be happy. This is good. Okay. But if, what I'm sacrificing to get to this good point, is it is it is it worth everything that I sacrifice? So is it worth pissing someone else off with that extra? Because remember, where's the money coming from? So you got to think about someone else getting It was taxed. coming from me doing a full-time job, working a shitty job. So now you're no longer contributing to that. Okay. So now that's more money lost. So now I, I got to take whoever else. So think about that. Now I got to double or even take a little bit more from other people because now I got you out. So you're on the other side happy, enjoying the, the riches. But for, So what in, you're saying, in, in order for, for every happy, happy person has to be another correct. unhappy person. In your scenario. In, in your scenario, scenario. For, me to, for you to be happy, it has to be an unhappy person. Because someone else, someone has to take I gotta my make spot, that money up. Someone is what you're saying. Because if you're breaking even and you're not going out so there, so this and job then, where I'm, I don't know, fucking, I'm a detailer at some shitty, yeah, some shitty dealership, yeah, and I'm, I feel underpaid, like I'm, they yeah. don't want to give me any raises yeah. and stuff. Someone else has to then take on that burden. No, you have to take that money and now go do something. You got to do something. You could be happy, but you got to do something that makes you happy. Take those drawings. You got to sell them. You got to you got to create more. Right, well, you're food. my financial advisor. What do Correct. you what do you think? I, I think you should take that money, put it back in the market, invest. Uh, don't just take just don't sit on it. Don't break even. I don't think, and that's what Finland. What I was telling you about is that a lot of people kind of just said, "Well, I'm just going to chill and draw all day." Well, are you going to market that drawing? <laughs> are you going to are you going to so tell those, people around that drawing? So those are you going to sell that drawing? Yeah. Are you going to inspire other draws? Or what are you going to do? Just sit there and just kind of indulge on yourself all day? Because we gave you this money. I'm uh, giving it to... Oh, sorry. sorry I have sorry. a... I have a... I yeah. have a... Maybe a way out from that then. I'm listening. So, say... Say that the... the in order for the government to give you $1,000, that's that's a lot of money, I think, to just hand to someone. Absolutely. I think 500 is a very, very reasonable... To the average person, yeah. Just to, to give to person, someone on a day, on a monthly basis. $1,000 is going to make some people rich. On a monthly basis, yeah. It can, it can alter other people's lives. Yeah, so 500 bucks... That's a good enough number to where you're still feeling like you're chilling, but you just don't have to worry about this one bill, two bills, mm-hmm. whatever. So so say that the government's giving me this $500, I think that, that there should be some sort of incentive. So, uh, shit, it's been a long time since I've been on um, on food stamps. I've been pretty, pretty, pretty lucky there. Yeah. But when I was doing, when I was doing food stamps and I didn't have a job. 
they made me take classes to actually get my to, to, to be able yeah. yeah so there was it was classes to help me find a job they would help me build my resume it was help. it was quote unquote strings attached yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah whatever but it was good exactly. strings yeah. it was good strings and that that actually helped me to find a job mm-hmm. so i think that same scenario if they are actually wanting to replace welfare in a sense then they should have programs to where you can kind of like okay i kind of want to go in the in the direction of real estate so they'll give you a real estate advisor help you put your money into that or like you know or like so they'll have an advisor for stocks and bonds and you can go kind of learn about that system so that you're actually helping putting your money into good good places and and being responsible with your money that this extra money that they're giving you i think that that would be a good way to to counteract what Finland is doing with because again they're dealing with people that are just kind of switching their minds and say why would I have to work when I don't have to work yeah so you do educate these people you do my thing is if we're playing devil advocate all around is that um, people at a certain point are going to feel happy to a point where happiness I feel has a level right um, I think the best way to describe it was a joke by um What's his name? Fucking, uh, uh, God damn it. What's the big fat white guy? Louis C.K. Yeah. <laughs> That's my only indicator. This Just coming on the big fat huh? white guy. Um, one of his, uh, one of his thing was he went on a plane and one of the jokes that he was saying, one of his bits is that he got on a plane and they announced halfway during oh. the plane that they had Wi-Fi, like right yeah. before or something. And then he said that, uh, the guy in front of him got excited about it and then, a few minutes later, ironically, they said, oh, well, never mind. The Wi-Fi is actually not working. And he said the guy got extremely pissed. And he got pissed about something he didn't even know fucking existed. Yeah, 10 A couple minutes of minutes ago. ago right. 10 minutes ago, you got mad about something that didn't know existed. And it brings me back to my point is that people with this money um, is going to cause this. They're going to be happy about it at first. And they're going to be like, oh, wow, this is a great program. But then they realize but it's then- a crutch. Okay, so, so what they, happens when it gets I, taken away I, is what you're saying, right? Yeah, they're going to create more debt. Think about right now. Think about the average American um, okay, so with well, me. Earlier we said to get a car payment or whatever. Well, like even with me, let's just let's, I'm using me as an example. I think I told you, um, um, I don't know if I told you, but I had a garnishment on my, on my account. I have a garnishment. So with that, it takes 50% of my income away. 50%? And it took 50%. So I've been working within those realms of, of 50% yeah. within my income. So I've been, I've been having to figure out. So there's other people that got 100% of their income still coming in. And they're standing on stupid shit. So you're telling me just because they're getting more money, they're going to all of a sudden become educated just because someone's teaching them to become educated. The information's out there. It's not like you can't look up and say, okay, how do I invest this money? They're making the choice not to. Because no one's, you're, you're, you're probably right, no one's forcing them to, pay, to be in a class. And maybe that class may be the difference maker. But then again, you still have a lot of people that make impulsive decisions, even being investors. And that's what I'm scared about is giving this money to these people. They, 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 they put back into the economy, yes, but they put back into a way where the opposite effect happens. Is that they're buying shit that's in return creating more debt for them. So that $500, that $1,200 that they're getting is becoming obsolete because they're buying a car that has like a $300 payment on it. And they got to pay uh, $80 for an oil change. And oh, shit, something broke on it. So that, that, that $300 car or that $500 that gave them that car, 
that actually the the payments on that car actually outweighs the the shit that that car is actually the, the, so they got to pay. This might be another another two thousand eight in a different way. This yes, you get more people just like in two thousand eight. That's a perfect example. You gave more people uh, the availability of money, and they just turn around and they fuck it over. Yeah, instead of monies, around. it was actually debt, right? Instead of getting a house, it was using it, for, yeah, yeah, using it as an investment in two thousand eight, people use the house and just said, "Well, shit, this this is going to keep going." Why, mm-hmm. why, why, why try to prepare for the worst when the worst is not? That's shit. The worst is not even going to come, and that's the naive, the, the naivete that I'm scared of is that people are going to take this money and buy stupid shit because they're taking their money right now and they're buying stupid shit even though they can't afford half. I the think shit, what they're, they're thinking, money. most people in poverty, they're they said that they're kind of scared of it, but most people are going to just going to buy like cigarettes and alcohol. But like that's going into the economy, so I don't really understand. It is going into economy, but again, you have to think about the return on investment. Because they're is not spending it to. Uh, they're not spending it to put put money. They're putting invest. money back into yeah, the economy. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. you got to think about those companies. Where those companies are being, where is this? All the products are being produced. Like if people got that five hundred dollars and all bought iPhones. Let's just say everybody in the world bought an iPhone, but iPhones manufacture in China. Is it really putting money back in our economy, or are we putting money back in China's economy? Yeah, kind of. So you gotta ask. You gotta ask that question: Is that your return on investment? And this is all come down to investment with this basic income, this universal basic income, because they're betting on some this situation right now being better. If we do this, it is going to better this. The the question is to finish that equation: Is what is this and what is this? What is those two equations? Is like how much money do you need to give to someone? For them to better their life to a, to a way where it economically affects you. And I think $500, and this is my personal opinion, $500 is too much. You think so? I think it's way too much because it's enough money to make someone dangerous. Okay. It's enough money, like you said, to put down on a car. It's enough money to make them just to enough dangerous. Correct. I mean, it's enough so money to enough, be dangerous. So what do you think? On, like, a, on a monthly basis. On a, Think about that. Not just one time or a couple times. Kind of every month. Five hundred dollars extra to give to you to do nothing. Okay, it's enough money to be dangerous. Okay, in, in this I can agree with that. In this scenario, in this scenario, I think, and this is my opinion, in and off this whole thing, is that with the people behind it, with the the dislikes and dislikes, I think, and that to give this money out, I think it should be around the hundred dollars to two hundred dollar mark because it's just enough. And, and and I looked at numbers and I looked at numbers of the average household bills that a lot of people are late on and a lot of people are late on car payments a lot of people are late on things like credit card bills oh debt debt things that build interest that causes well, you longer down headaches okay so when i look at all <laughs> when you get really broke you do this you start to think okay i need my house <laughs> <laughs> this is why you got rid of your car <laughs> yeah you know it is, it is. so you go you from most important house. i need this shit to yeah. least important oh i can do it no no you, you're right Credit card? Ah, oh, that's just Ooh, another thing. Them niggas gonna call, but I ain't gotta pick up. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you're right. You're 100% right. So I think the money, and, and I'm pretty sure there's an economist and a, ma- and a mathematician that went through these numbers and found out $500 for the, the program they're doing, the test run they're, well, they're doing in California. they're trying to do 1000 Oh, I think five hundred in California. It was five hundred in, in in California that they're trying to do it in. In Stockton, right California, that's where they're testing out. Um, I think it's about. Uh, but it's almost like a welfare program that they're that they're running in, in yes. California for it. Well, it's to replace welfare, so it's another form of welfare, exactly. but in a place. But oh, you can't have both. Come and, on now. Yeah, correct. But I mean, they're they're, they're testing it out. But again, 
$500 is just enough for someone to be dangerous. It's to live comfortably, yes. To do to do more damage to yourself. Yeah, so I think the only way to do it, this is concluding everything. This is my fix. This is my fix. I think the only way to do it is to decrease the money you give and to increase the incentives of giving it. It's to say, because if you get someone to say, we'll give you an amount of money. Now, 500 is a huge attention getter to the average American. Oh, yeah. That's a huge attention giver Everyone. to people that are above that, that middle class to that low class. Yeah, I'll be there. But you have to huge, if you're going to put in that money, um, you have to have an incentive behind it where you have to have something that you have to do this before you get this. And when you do that, you have to make sure whatever you whatever that roadblock is to get it, it has to be something that's your return on investment is to make people better uh, educators when it comes to their home mortgage, when it makes people better right, educated when it comes to their. Yeah. When it comes to their spending, teach the stuff that a lot the of people are saying that should that be in high school. The thing that sucks about our, our, our program theory, our program idea is that that's going to take money, too. That's more You're right. taxpayers. You're right. You're absolutely so right. actually, I mean, maybe maybe your way to set everything. To set everything straight, say instead of five hundred dollars, two hundred dollars, and using and that's my ex- backup plan. Okay, and then using that yeah. extra three hundred to pay the teachers and to pay the programs and, and the that's buildings. My, yeah, that's my backup plan is to invest in the infrastructure. I would still do it for two hundred bucks and free education. I'm in free two hundred dollars and f- they're gonna teach me about stocks and, and bonds and, and you're gonna teach me money management. I'm fucking and in. That, and that actually brings you to another point. Um, with another with another um. Another economist was talking about that. His name um, Steve Smith, and Steve Smith said, uh, "Steve Smith said um, you shouldn't put the money back in people's pockets. You should put the money back into programs that will benefit people, like universal health care, affordable college tuition. Take the money and and, re- and and reroute it to a program that can give you long term investment versus giving five hundred dollars over to someone, just slide it over to him and say, okay, let's see what he does." Versus, I think this would be another idea too. Is so the rich people that actually don't need it, give them the option to still apply, mm-hmm. but donate it to a, a charity of their choice, or 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 just donate back back donate it back into helping kids learn about these yeah. these different subjects. And in that whole thing, because you asked the question a lot during this this segment, is that where is the money coming from? Where is right? the money coming from? And it in comes Finland, from a different. Did we in, did we find out where it came Finland from? Finland came from taxpayers. Finland came thirty percent from taxpayers. They increased That's their right. income tax. But I'm not doing that. <laughs> but in, but in America, they have a choice. It can we come from us, or it can come from the wealthy. Well, we're doing better than Finland. That's the yeah. whole reason they did that shit in the first place. Really, I mean, we are better. doing better. So, so Finland's example is necessarily few. needed. Yeah. We would just not not do bailouts for certain people for like a few months or a few a few years or whatever. In Finland, Finland example is very skewed because they're a smaller country, but. I don't like that idea when people say, let's tax the rich, let's tax the rich. Why tax Oh, that's a terrible idea. I hate when they say, let's tax the rich, because it's just, and again, my my, my opinion is emotional and in some time, and in some statistics, but mostly emotional I because- mine's mostly I don't, statistical. I mean, I've done I don't a like ton that. of research. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that feeling of, let's just bail out because those guys worked hard, or those guys did this, or someone in their generation did hard, and they're just getting generational. Those, so the people let's not are, take money out of their pocket. Yeah, the people that are really wealthy and actually did all the work- and actually fucking worked 16 hours a day to make all of those jobs, you know, they worked really hard for that. And if you're going to go up and take 50, 60, 70% of, of all their money, they're going to look at it and be like, oh, well, I might as well just make 100 k a month 
and then yeah. boom, there's so like millions and billions of dollars. They're, they're getting lost. tax breaks up the ass, and and there's an argument out there that, and I and I and don't worry. When I argue this, when I say my opinion, I also look at the opposed opinion, and the opposed opinion is that the rich get so many tax breaks that the amount of money and the income they have versus the lifestyle they need to maintain, it's just ridiculous. Well, the next question would be, what's, what is rich? Because for us, the rich would be anyone that probably makes over 100, 120 And that's a year. the thing, is that they're charging but, people that So people that, that are level. making 120K, they're broke compared to the per- people that are making a million a month. Absolutely. And the people that are making a million a month, it really makes sense for them for the tax breaks. But Anything the, under that. But the thing is, when it comes to wealthy, you're judging the fact that what people need versus what they have. So my example is, is that you you see a man that's making 100000 but he has, let's just say, 90000 in debt. Um, but 50000 or 60000 of that debt is from like the two other cars that he got. He got one car that's perfectly fine, but he got two other cars. The other house that he has for his summer home. Yep. So then you have to say, okay... We can tax this motherfucker because he's not utilizing this money. He's just wasting it. So he's a perfect example of who we're going to tax versus the other person that's making 90000 because he's paying his wages of his employers. He's paying the health care in the company. He's keeping his company afloat. Right. So he's so, actually at the end of the day. So it becomes eight. that thing is that you're affecting two types of people because you, you have people out there that, that, that make a huge amount of money or even 100000 but they, they got three cars they got they they, they take tennis lessons and right. golf lessons and they take vacations to, to, to different exactly. states and then on the other so end you got the person you got the person that only lives off of 15, he has a startup company 15 grand a year yeah. he has three homes because the relatives died and he's trying to sell them so you have different scenarios so when people say writ uh um yeah, you're just looking at a the, number, but you're not looking see, at the same. Yeah, we'll say people say tax the the wealth. It's not about how much you make; it's how much you take home with you. So that's why I think that's a cop out when people say let's just tax the wealthy. Let's tax the people that that, okay. that do the most. Yeah, solid points. So to fix this program, this is my fix. I hope these motherfuckers are listening to me because I'm only going to say this fix once. This, this to fix this program. Um, it's just it's just take the money down to take it from five hundred to around one hundred to twenty. It's to make it something where it doesn't encourage someone to quit their job, but it does encourage them to stay afloat because a lot of people are stifled by credit card debt and home ownership because those are the things that take out a lot of families. From what statistics are telling me, when it comes to debt increasing over you, because you got things like you got your phone bill. The worst thing they're going to do with your phone bill is cut your phone off. The gym membership, the worst thing they're going to do is just not let you in. Um, credit cards, they are they, they charge you a fee. It affects your credit. It does more to you. Just like with home ownership, when you're late on your mortgage, it yeah. does more to you. If you're in poverty, though, you don't care. A lot of people just get credit cards and, that's and they what I'm see it's free money. And, and that's what I'm saying is to change that mindset is to, to introduce education into that. But to give you enough where you're not dangerous, where you're just – because like $200, $300 a, a month for me extra – it would do phenomenal things. It will be enough where I'm not buying stupid shit. Where I'm just like slowly. Right, I'll meet you in the middle then with two fifty, and then we use the other two fifty. We'll use the other two fifty to pay the other fools. And, and and that's true too. Keep it at five hundred, but allocate the money in a different route. It, so, but again, these are all Stockton. In a couple years, we're gonna go back to Stockton, California, and go back and say, okay, how how did your motherfuckers do? And we're just gonna see fucking like people eating each other, and it's gonna be fucking chaos. But no, but on the flip side. You can see you can see that people prospered. 
You never know, cause my my whole my whole opinion could be bullshit. People could take this money and say, you know what, we do want we actually do want to be fucking investors. We actually do want to use this money and build more. I want to do Uber. I want to do people, more shit. I think like ninety five percent of of people, especially our age, want to be doing more yeah. with their lives or want to have the knowledge to invest. And to be wealthy down the road. Correct. I would say about maybe more than they 95%. Want it. They want it. But they don't know where to start. So this may be the, the, the push in the right direction. The, yeah. So say say this is another another idea maybe. So say they across the board, the most that they're going to give everyone a month, $100. You can get that whether you have a job, don't have a job, doesn't matter. But the only way to get $500 a month is to go and take these classes. Right, I get what you're saying. Yeah, is to have certain so that's, incentivized that's incentive. programs. I can get a hundred bucks, or I can get four hundred dollars more if I go and take these classes. I think it's going to really pull those people out that really do want to actually learn and get in there and actually do want to make money to make that four hundred extra dollars and to put it into a positive spot. Yeah, no, no. I think the program in Stockton is is a great thing. It's a negative thing because. You don't want it to be pulled away from the data that they already presented, which means and what I'm trying to say is you don't want them to say five hundred dollars. You don't want them to say per month. You don't. The language that they have just sounds like a, a nesting ground for someone to be lazy and just accept it and just. Kind so of, it's about the language you're saying. I think the fact that it's a program being tested, a pilot program is yes. what they call it, is a good thing because now you get to say now you get to look back on it and say, OK, what do we what can we switch? So, can we take it down? Can we can we do it to every other month instead of per month? We ain't got to do it per month. It could be every other month. It could be every six months. It could be just once a year check that they get so and just have good, them splurge. So it could be different ways. That's a really good point that you uh, that you point out. So you're saying it could the the study could be a lot different as opposed to being a project. Yeah, I, to being in, instead of being implemented. So once they implement it, it's almost. Correct. And, and that's what I'm saying. And I think that's what everything I think they're, they're they're too intelligent to implement it right now, because if you implement something like that without having a test run into different cities where still want the thing, chaos, you just, see, still just want chaos. you just see a nigga driving through the city on a horse. <laughs> and if he has a fork in his hand, where'd you buy that horse? thousand dollars down the street. I got five hundred. <laughs> Oh, well, I'll buy that horse for you right now for 500, nigga. <laughs> I just got this shit for three. I'll, t- I'll sell it to you for five. We <laughs> fucking chaos. Then you got investors out here making money off got, horses. You got a nigga selling horses down the street. He don't even know what the fuck. This nigga was selling insurance a week ago. Now this nigga selling horses. It's just too much shit going That's on. That's enough of UBI. Let's talk it's about Kodak Black. All right. All right. We talked about <laughs> <laughs> Sean. What did he say? Sean, I Let's go know. to the next subject. Sean, you want to fuck your life up? Yes. In one in one Instagram post, I would love to. I know a nigga that can help you. <laughs> <laughs> I know a nigga that can help you out. Let's hear it. But just ninety, but just two payments of ninety nine ninety five. I know a motherfucker that can fuck your shit up. And you know what? He can tell you he done it himself. He can tell you he got a testimony from himself that he is his his formula works. And who I'm talking about right now is Kodak Black. Recently, uh, a young man was taken early from us, a rapper, a Los Angeles rapper, Nipsey Hussle. Now, I'm not going to go too much deep into it because everyone already said their piece about Nipsey. Nipsey has people um, 
um, protesting in the street, doing peace they, walks in the street. Getting tattooed on their legs. They getting tattooed on their legs. They're they're playing his song in in places. You even have Russell Westbrook, uh, the Oklahoma Thunder uh, point guard, score a game of twenty points, twenty rebounds, and twenty assists, just to add up to sixty, which is the gang that Nipsey was from. He he said it. I did it purposely. That was ridiculous, but I did purposely try That's to get that way stat. Too extra. <laughs> That's like someone saying, yeah, I pissed your name in the street and I sat it on fire. And that's how I know that I, I care about you a lot. And you're just like, who are you again? So it's one of those things is is that that this guy was widely known. He was widely respected. Um, yeah. And he and he in himself, he was a highly educated man because I listened to some of his videos. And I wish I had some of them queued up where I can play them. But I, mean, I, listened- I used to listen to a lot of his stuff in the, in, about cryptocurrency when I was pretty into cryptocurrency yeah he was he uh, from what you tell me and from what i've learned is that he was very heavily into he was he was he was conscious he just wanted to own yeah. as much land as possible i feel like i saw that video where he yeah. talked about that when he said uh yeah he just he said i don't want to buy liabilities yeah i want to buy shit that bring me money i want to buy assets he talked about yeah. if you buy chains and all this other shit these are liabilities and to hear that from a man that talked like that was refreshing it's crazy because it's like your mind is on a whole nother level, but you just a lot it's of people. It's almost as hip hop nowadays. You're not supposed to talk like that. Correct. Like and you're you're looked you at as a weirdo. Correct. Almost. If you talk with that education, but that shows you how far along Nipsey Hussle was with him, and how how an effect he was having with his community. So again, other people already gave their piece, and I just want to show my respect. But the real subject is is behind the story. So after Nipsey Hussle. The situation with him, he was taken from us. Um, Nipsey Hussle actually had a wife. Um, and he was married to Lauren London. I don't know if you know who Lauren London is. She was that girl in, in that movie ATL. You ever seen ATL with with two with TI? I don't know, I don't remember. Lauren don't London so. is a it's a she's she's extremely beautiful. Oh, she hot? Yo, yeah. She's 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 fine. Um, but again, this right here, what we just said. Someone took this conversation a little too far, and it brings us to Kodak Black. Kodak Black is, uh, I think he's a Southern rapper. He's I should do more subject. He's in Florida? Okay, that's even worse, because niggas down there in Florida don't know what the fuck they're doing down there. They got their shit all backwards. So it makes sense why he did oh, what yeah. he did. Yeah. Kodak Black was a rapper, and I don't know what his ties to Nipsey Hussle was, but... I don't think any. He went on social media... And he says something, and I wish I had the video queued up where I could show you. And, and in the future, we'll, we'll try to have these. But <laughs> this motherfucker, <laughs> this motherfucker said, he said, hey, he said to Lauren London, his wife, he said, man, I'm sorry about what happened to him. But if you need a shoulder to cry on, you need somebody to talk to, just hit a brother up. But he said it as if like, like he, he said it as if like, yeah, 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 whatever, that motherfucker died. But if you need to come over here and get your shit beat up. He's too big. Kodak Black's too famous. I don't think that'll ruin his career. But flip side. Yeah. So far, Big Boy in the Morning refused to play his music. Um, the Breakfast Show refused to play breakfast any clips. Club. Say, hey, your Breakfast Club. Yeah. Uh, T.I., uh, The Game. Really? Um, what other? Uh, I don't know if Jay-Z came out. I know Kanye West had a comment about it, but it wasn't nothing too serious. But T.I. and The Game were one of the bigger rappers. Um, we'll see you how have long a lot it lasts. Of, 
Huh? We'll see how long it lasts. But you know, that, that, no, no, that's it good, too. It's a really good start, but, but, and it is really fucked up what he said. I agree. And and and, and, and again, we're, we're over, we we over exaggerate as a community because number one, we talk about someone dying and then saying a comment like that. Of course, it's amplified by a million because we're we're oversensitive as a community. But I think the comment, the time, and the person was just a bad combination. You have a man that was shot in Los Angeles, California. In have you front seen of a lot of his fucking... Kodak what? Have you seen a lot of his his uh, live He says stupid like shit. That? He says stupid it's shit. It's all like that. Yeah. It says stupid shit. But, but that's the thing, is that if I just said... If Don't I just you know? kept saying stupid shit all day, and I just leaned over and said, man, I would love to fuck you. Uh, and, and excuse me. But but I want this point to go across from you. All if right. I had said something disrespectful about your mom, let's just say, Chris, you just come back on it. Chris is no longer with us. It's just me. Now. I'm gonna do this show alone. I'm the only broken. Are you here? What is up? What is up? Shut your ass up. You done some dumb shit last time. But if I was to say something disrespectful about one of your family members that is recently deceased or have been deceased, I'd want to fuck you up. But but this That's whole time, <laughs> but this whole time I've been talking shit. I've been saying funny shit. But I but but then you come into me like Chris. Oh, it's me. Then it's different. Chris, I think you just. <laughs> <laughs> you talk about everyone else. Uh, he's just but, being an idiot. But Chris, you crossed the line. That's what I would get from you is, Chris, you cross the line. That's, if it's family, I'm more emotional. Be, and there's a bias there because that's a family member. But that's the thing. You, you, a man that was, number one, Nipsey made good music. That's, that's number one. So oh. it wasn't like he was a whack rapper. He made good music. He made conscious music. Number two, he was investing into his own community. And number three, um, he died too young in people's eyes. He died in front of his own business. Think yeah. about that. He died in front of his own business that he used him. It just makes it more poetic. But he he so he he had enough money to get out of the hood a long time and ago, he, right? And, and some people leave and the hood and, he, and never come left, back. He left his business in the hood to actually help the community. And it's not even so that. Dope. He came back to the business multiple times, so it's not like he left the hood and just said, "Yeah, you got his good luck." He yeah, came that's where back. He works, yeah. So to get shot in front of that is just a symbol. Of how wrongdoing this is, and to go on social media, what Kodak, Kodak Black did, this guy that everyone's rooting around, there's no negativity coming out. You know, when some people die, negative shit comes out. Oh, this motherfucker was doing this. Or yeah, he was that's on what this happened shit. with the XXX. He's a misogynistic, he raped all these women. I yeah. get it. I get yeah, yeah. All your, all your dirty laundry. Nipsey has yet to have any dirty laundry, so everybody's rooting around him. People are having um, yeah. walks in the street. Um, so you just have this guy that has nothing but the world's support after his death to go on and to say to his wife on social media to say if you need a shoulder to cry on to someone's wife that's dead that he no longer can protect and won't be for there. Yeah, they have a kid together. Don't say She's that pregnant. Sure. You go in there and say, hey, if you need if you need that, come you know what you know what about DMs. Shoot me in my DM. This other thing is if the market wants him gone because of that, then fucking so be it. But it, it, it's I don't another, feel bad for him for making a dumbass comment, but I'm also gonna be open to him not saying dumb shit in the future and, and having like a very sincere apology. But I think he, he already should, did his apology. He well, did I don't apology. think it's real yet. You, did you hear the apology? No, the apology was even worse than the comment. But I don't know if it's real yet. Yeah, I don't think he, because the first thing he thinks about is, oh fuck. That's a lot of money that I'm going to lose. Yes. So once he loses the money, they got to come has, out and they say sorry. Okay, so then he he loses all the money. Then he's actually sorry. Yeah, because he's like, fuck, I lost all the money. Yo, absolutely. No, yeah, he's sorry that he lost all the money. But once he has no more money, what's he going to have? 
nothing. So then he he's forced to actually think about what he did and how it was wrong. Yeah. So he needs to take a little time away. I feel like. Oh yeah, when you do some stupid shit, you disappear. But that's the thing. So hear this. He's gonna try to come right back in. So listen to this. He was already supposed to be laying low. Because I don't know if you know, but he has the he has the charge against him. He has a charge. I'll tell you this though. A few. I was like like a month ago. You know who Young Ma is? No. She's a rapper. Uh, She's. Oh yeah, Young Ma. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's lesbian, like obviously lesbian. I've seen her. She goes with it. Mm-hmm. So he was just like trying to get at her too, and she like she played it off like, oh yeah, you're just a fucking fool, kind of. Yeah. But he he, he said, was actually trying so, to get in that butt. Yeah. So this is what I'm saying. He knew that, and he says dumb shit. So I mean, <laughs> from, from <laughs> my perspective, I want to hear the justifier part. There is no justification. Okay. From your perspective, wanna, what? I I mean it. I could see it coming. Like him saying, him saying some dumb ass shit. shit. I'm like, oh well, yeah, fuck. Yeah, but him. he but just said some shit about a, young M.A. There's like, a point though, but that's a difference. He's saying some shit about a woman that's alive. I'm not justifying it. At yeah, all. no, no, I hear you. I hear you. He's saying some shit about <laughs> someone that's alive, and I and I think we're both agreeing. Actually, yeah, I think we're just going the wrong way. I think as someone that says stupid shit, I think just it's. This is going to sound horrible. Me saying it's okay to push boundaries. You have to just know which boundaries to push. Does that you make gotta sense? You got to know how to say some shit. You got to know because it's okay to say something about... That's what comedians do. Like, like when I listen a comedian, to comedians, yeah, obviously. When right? I listen to comedians and they say, like, I listen to white comedians and they talk about black people and they make black jokes, I like it because it shows me if that you're pushing that boundary because that's a... That's but a, it has to be worded right. It has to be worded. You can't just go in there and say some stupid shit. You got to put some time it. and thought into you. Can't you got to like, yeah, write this shit on a paper first. You got to try it out. <laughs> so this is what comedians do. You got to tell they them. They go up there and... And they say that that fucking racist joke at first, uh-huh. not not meaning it to be racist. Yeah. They just didn't have the right verbiage for it. And then everyone boos them, or there's, they, yeah, no, or just, there's nothing, okay. so they I oh, see y'all fuck. Niggas, all right, okay, all right, I got to go, go back. back to the drawing board. Exactly. And they do that 20, 30, 40, 50 times until they're but, like, they get this shit down. But if you're a comedian and you're in a and you're in a room full of people, and you're kind of you have a controlled environment, versus you going on social media and just using that joke in its raw form. But that's gotta, that's, that's but the that's, same thing as that's, being out on the stage, but just but a bigger stage. I, I, I don't, I don't, I, I beg to differ because social media, you have this thing where people can press record and repeat, repeat, repeat. Versus having it at a club and you're around a certain demographic, is everyone's kind of like, okay, you didn't mean it to get out in the world. You just happen to say it in this controlled environment. It becomes an understanding versus going on social media. You're putting out and saying, I want. Everyone to hear this I shit. I got you. I want okay. everyone to hear this motherfucking comment. Yeah. And to say that comment, I think it just plays to the point of this society right now. A lot of people are just saying stupid shit. They're just saying random shit and hoping it sticks. And a lot of people are not having like this this thing. Okay, I, I shouldn't say this. So that's why I think Kodak Black is a dumb motherfucker for saying that. I get what he's saying. Now, is what he said has a big of effect. Did I think he mean it to a point where he's like, man, I want to fuck this guy's wife after he died? I don't think truly in his heart of hearts that he was meaning to say that. Yo, but, but I it bet, came out like that. I bet put in the situation. Eh. Would you fuck his wife? No, him. I'm saying oh, him. Would he fuck his wife? Mm. Oh, don't get me wrong. Is Warren London beautiful? Yes, but you can't. You got to look at her and say, yo. I don't know Kodak Black. I'm like, yo, I got to hit you back up in like a year. I got to let this sit. I can't just do that. 
Yeah. I can't. You can't just go after someone's wife. Someone's there's some miss. Yeah. But I'm you saying, gotta have Kodak some respect Black, for the man. Kodak Black just don't give a fuck. He's, he's just the type like, of person. It's, too, it's he's sitting at your funeral. <laughs> oh no, it's two thirty, and, and he's at the party, and he's just trying to catch some. He's sitting, there, he's sitting there spinning game at your funeral. Hey yo, shot. Oh, we went you, two different ways there. Oh, did we? We went to the. So he's at a club. So he's not at a funeral. No, no, he's at a he's at a house party. Oh, he's at a house. Why is Kodak Black at a house party? <laughs> what did you think about question. that for a second? <laughs> <laughs> I like how you froze and you said, why is this nigga in the house, buddy? Why the fuck is Kodak? That's what, <laughs> we got to gotta call this man out right now. You calling the management hey. team of your imagination? Yo, why did y'all niggas put that in? Why did y'all niggas send that through? I got a goddamn question. Why the fuck? <laughs> Let me talk to the manager. Where's Jim at? Is Jim there? House party? <laughs> really? Not, you mean penthouse party, right? <laughs> That's what the fuck you mean. You must not like this job. Click. Two chains was there, right? <laughs> he better have been. Um... I just thought it was funny. Yeah, but people aren't learning anything from what we're saying now. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just wanted to show that we can discuss. It's warmer. I'm like two glasses in. Are you warmer with the thing? Um, <laughs> with the wine, yeah. I was going to talk about Lil Nas, but I think um, we've been here a little bit too long. This episode's kind of going a little bit too long, and I want to get people out of here. It's getting a little late, but we got our point across, and so, we're going to continue it. We'll, we'll talk about some before stuff. Before we post this, I want... Please. I want to um, actually after we post it, who cares? I want to put a post up on on our social media, on our Instagram, mm-hmm. asking what what people think about UBI, like what if they have any any thoughts about any it. thoughts about it, ways that it's good, bad, alternatives. Like we kind of threw out a few alternatives just on off on the cuff, but okay, yeah, get some get some feedback, get some on feedback it too. on it. All right, we could do that. But no, I'm glad that we went over it because I think it's a touch, it's a it's an interesting subject and some presidential candidates are going to talk about that shit. So it's good to people put I mean, it in people's minds. If, imagine if this Andrew Yang guy does get elected and and it's he, the first and, thing on his mind. But we really need to go in depth and research this. He's got some crazy ideas too. I mean, a lot of it we did talk about a lot of his uh, ideology on it, but but still, man, if that actually does happen. That'll be crazy. It I, would. Want, I want fire in the streets, kind of. I just want people to just... I want to go in. I want people to feel accepted about this. I got this. one question, actually. What's up? Say you're given... Say Andrew Yang, it's 2020. You get... He gets elected. We Everyone starts getting $1,000. What do you do with the money? How do you... Oh, good question. Do you invest it or do, do you fuck um, the smart. And how do you invest it if you do? Gotcha. The, the smart me... Which I hope that motherfucker is present at the time. <laughs> I mean, if I give you five hundred dollars right now, you're not saving the dumb that me shit. walking around I'm with a gold saying. chain on, yeah. and the shit glows in the dark for some reason. So I got I got one tire. I don't got a car. I got a tire that has a spinner on it. And I'm just, just rolling, rolling that shit down. Up. I just got to start at the top of the hill and get momentum first. So, oh man, I'm, I'm gonna get the second tire next week, but this week, know, once I get I'm up the hill, this, this shit takes me ten minutes. Anyways, to Anyways, I'll house. see y'all niggas later. <laughs> just start rolling away. <laughs> I got a headache by the time I get there, but it's worth it. Saving I'm tired on this fucking tired. No, um, um, I actually thought about that earlier when I was researching it. Um, the thing is, is to me, it was kind of like, because with me, I have to dig deep and kind of say, what is the point of all this? And the point of all this is to inf- and to put back in the economy. Yeah. So I have to now say, okay. Not only that, in a positive way. Because you're a citizen. And as a citizen, you got to say, okay, they're bringing this they're bringing this program out for a reason to put people like me in position to be successful. It would be counterintuitive for me to take this and do something that makes it's me unsuccessful. To pull people out of poverty. But that's the thing. Does everyone have that same mindset? 
that I want to bring to the table. It's no. just like, because it's easy to say it, because I can say the shit right now, but I might walk by and say, I, I might see some shoes. Because think about yeah, this, because yeah. it's not the fact that the money, I do got a lot of shoes. You, you just look at back on my shoes. You got like 20 pairs of like shoes. I could do more. Go. I could put shoes on top of shoes. That's true. Um, shoes for your shoes. <laughs> just <again. laughs> Gotta keep my shoes on. I just warm. wake up my morning, my Jordans, pick up some shoes out. I mean, I think about wearing bands today, man. What you think? <laughs> what you think? Oh, that shit cold. No. Um, but it's easy to say, but in, re- in, 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 this, in this hypothetical situation, I think this would accelerate me buying property and buying um, stocks. It would just make me more motivated to live at a higher level because this would just accelerate it to a point where it's just it couldn't slow me down. Because at that point, I'm able to just get out of I can get out of the fact that I don't have to live and do the job I have now, but get more money than just that basic income. Because now I got that basic income. I'll just take that money and just put it right in investment live off of that and just keep compounding that. So at a point, I can not only live comfortably, I can live comfortably at a higher level. We have a, we have a good mindset though because, I mean, things that we do is like we'll try to put like a tax on ourselves or we'll try to get, you know, every three to six months we'll be knocking on our manager's door asking for a raise. Yeah. And that raise isn't to give us more money. That raise is to... It's to invest in more. It's to invest more. It's to put it back in yourself. Yeah, to put it back yeah, in yourself. Yeah, try to live it with the same wage, same... But that's the dangerous thing is that a lot of people don't know. And, and again, we're not going to go right back into it. But to answer your question, that's what I would do. And I hope everyone else has similar thoughts. That's but what I, I again, hope I would do. Exactly. That's what I was about to say. I hope I would do <laughs> As I walk down the street with my gold chain that glows in the dark. Hey, Chris. <laughs> I tried, nigga. You see my gold teeth. Your gold teeth says I tried on it. <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. I'm back on my wheel when I sussed it. Read the teeth. Anyways, nigga, I got to go. <laughs> That's a good way to end this. I would I would do the exact oh, same thing. Yeah. I hope. Uh, I hope. I hope. We're going to oh, name this God. podcast I hope. I hope. <laughs> but we should name it um, Eminem's new song. Yeah. <laughs> Do Soldier uh, Boy strategy. Eminem's new song. All right, uh, let's get out of here. Um, Hopefully, you guys will be hearing from us. More. I, I I hope yeah. everyone enjoyed this episode. And but if you want and have more questions for us, please feel free to reach out to us on our pot on our um, Instagram, um, which is the Broke Investors Podcast. Um, you can also email us at thebrokeinvestorspodcast at gmail.com. Or if you just want to reach out to me personally, it's um, you can reach me on social media. Um, on my Instagram is christopher.a.james. Um, Sean, is there any place where they can reach you at? Uh, my social media is Instagram and Twitter is what I mostly use. I'm never on Facebook or anything, but that's Sean, L-X-X-I-I. And for the people that spell my name wrong, it's S-E-A-N. The people spell your name wrong? People spell it like S-H-A-W-N, S-H-A-U-N. Like the, the correct way to spell it is, is S-E-A-N. Gotcha. Yeah. The, yeah, the, the standard. Yeah, maybe because I've seen it so many times. I get people like, oh, I've never seen it like that before. I'm like, <sighs> what the fuck? You live in America? I know. Just, that, isn't that the standard? It's, it's the Irish way to say it, actually. It's, it's an Irish name. When I tell people I spell my name C-H-R-I, they look, they look like sad. What do, they, what do they think you should spell with a K? K. Because, like, K people are, like, people that drink with their pinkies out when they drink really? drinks or people that, that tip really big. And, and CH just sound like, ooh, you look like you drive slow and slow. Why like, crit? I mean, did your dad have any reasoning? You want to know what my dad wanted to name me? 
my dad didn't get a chance to name me because he wanted to name me Joanna Fifth. That's the name he wanted to give me. What does me. that mean? Exactly. Yeah. I have no idea what the fuck that Did means. Did you ask him? No, because I didn't want to bring that up. I didn't want to know, I didn't want to know let him know that he was making a fucking mistake. I just feel bad because I would never want to be named that Joanna Fifth. My mom named me Chris, and I don't know why. She claims that she was just trying to get out of there to get her show on. I just fucking know. <laughs> she, yeah. she said she had a show to watch at 8 o'clock, and she just yeah. wanted to get home. But, uh, uh, how about Chris? Ah, oh, fuck. Her. Yeah, just whatever. Uh, whatever. What did they name the kid down the hall again? Yeah, it's just. But Joanna Fifth. I played the fifth. No, can I just name nothing? <laughs> yeah. I plead the fifth. a blank for now. That's, that's probably what your dad actually said. What should we name him? I your mom? The f- I plead the fifth. I plead Joanna the fifth? That's yeah, a stupid that's name. A, oh, yeah. Let's just try Chris. Yeah, yeah, let's just do Chris. So we'll see. Anyways, let's get the fuck out of here. Um, right. I'm about to drink more of this wine. I'm not. I got to drive. Yeah, you should have drunk that before you drive. I got to pee. Gotcha. Well, you do that. Yeah, fine. Right. <laughs> Anyways, we'll see you guys next week.